Abuse, rape, or trauma are things that happen to people who are victims at that very moment. Child or adult, there's nothing you could have done to prevent the atrocity. But when it's over, the healing must begin. It gets every day. You have inner beauty. You have inner worth and value. Framing your past as your past and leaving it there will help you to frame your future and lead you to the place where you belong with a woman's soul restored. Here's LaTanya Hendry. Hello and welcome to A Woman's Soul Restored. I am so happy to be back to be doing these podcasts. I took a break working on some personal things, business ventures that I picked up to go along with my current um, business, working on another book and just doing some things to be proactive. But my passion for women that's been through abuse, rape, sexual um, violations, children who have been molested, um, even men, just my passion is still there to speak out and let their stories be heard. Um, so I will be coming after this month, after this episode and next week's episode. In May, I will be coming bi-weekly instead of weekly. So I think that would be more manageable for my schedule and um, so that I could have time to get fresh content, to bring information that's not repetitive and to really, really search out things that will be an asset to women and children and even adults that have memories of their past to help them heal and to help them truly be restored. For my first episode back, I would like to be talking about the past, you know, things that we have gone through that still um, is like a fresher in our mind and no matter how long it's been since you've been through your violation your trial your episode your um, events that took place in your life some things are going to always be with you and depending on your persona depends on how you would deal with each situation is important to be able to know and understand that just because you have memories don't mean you're scarred. It's how you deal with those memories because in able to help others, you have to be able to be in touch spiritually, emotionally, mentally with where they are at at this time. So if you try to push it all away from you, how can you be in touch with what that person is telling you that they are going through? How can you tap into what they are saying if you're no longer in touch with what you've been through? Now, in touch doesn't mean that you relive it every day and you're terrified and you, you have boundaries that, that's unreasonable. Like you, you don't want people to touch you. You know, there's certain things as we grow, we should grow out of after an event, after the traumatic experience, after the assault. Not saying it's going to happen automatically, but in time, we should grow to a place that each day or each month or each year, the healing heals us. It takes us to a place of being as close to normalcy as we can. 
That's where we need to be in order to help others. We need to be in a place and a state of being able to connect with others when they are going through just because of what we went through, because of what we experienced. We should be able to tap into what they're experiencing and then help them to get to a level of being restoration and to a level of normalcy, comfortability, talking about it. And then they can um, help others. They they can, it, it's, it's a thing of like, I help you, you help me, we help somebody else. And that's the way to beat this. This information, just letting people know that, yes, domestic violence is real. And it's still going on. Case in point, about three weeks ago, it maybe had been a month ago now, I read this story because I'm steadily researching and reading different articles and, and pulling up numbers and what have you. But I read this article about this, I guess it was a younger couple, and this young lady got her stimulus check. And her boyfriend wanted some of her stimulus check, and she didn't want to give it to him. And he shot her. He killed her, along with three other people. And, yeah, they got him and and what have you. But even whatever time he served, he's still alive to do the time. This young woman is dead because she did not want to share something with him that was hers. And nine times out of ten, he was going to get one as well. But instead of waiting for his or what have you, he took this young lady's life. How is that domestic violence? They were a couple living together. And that was her partner. And he violated her by taking her life over some money. And you would be surprised how financial abuse is a, is a, is a current activity that goes on in homes with couples with, in, with, in marriages and just couples that's living together. You would be surprised at the numbers of financial abuse that people don't really pay attention to, but it's real that you can't spend your own money. Your own money is accounted for. Somebody is dictating your finances and you're the one that earned it or making it, but you can't spend it. That is financial abuse. And for that young man to want to take her money like that, there's no telling what was going on in that house for him to feel comfortable enough that if she didn't give him her money, that he took her life. So it's, it's things that we have to be aware of. And as we are in or have been products or survivors of domestic abuse, of rape, of childhood trauma, we have to know that there are variant of domestic instances that's not only physical. And I've said this before. It's not only the hitting. It's the verbal. It's the financial. It's the mental is anything that puts a block on your own personal growth inside of a relationship that's extra. You know, we you can have arguments with someone and it doesn't get to the point of the, the verbal abuse. But when it gets to name calling and demeaning and, and just downright out, just being spiteful towards someone just to hurt them, that when it, that's when it turns from a regular argument to verbal abuse. When the money is not shared in the home, 
Their money is their money and your money is their money. That's financial abuse. So you hear certain terms and you wonder, okay, how is that abuse? When it becomes extreme, when that person doesn't have a say-so, when the physicality is, first of all, it shouldn't be any physical in a relationship. It shouldn't be anyone putting their hands on anybody. But sometimes emotions can get in the way where, you know, something might happen. But in that something happening, we must always be aware. Is this, well, let me, let me put this like this. We have to know what we know. We have to, if, if you're in a new relationship and someone does something to you, if someone hits you, if someone snaps and just begins to curse you out, or even in an early on relationship, maybe you've been together a year or two, and you see a side of them coming out, then you have to look at that and you have to be aware and know that if this is something that keeps happening, you cannot put yourself in a situation of danger. You cannot put yourself in a situation of being anyone's footstool or anyone's puppet or anything that's contrary to uh equality in a relationship. But let's just say you've been together for 15, 10, 12 years and an occurrence happens and you know that's not that person's character. You know that's not them. What is the move for you to make? What are you supposed to do? Let's say, for instance, you're together. You've been together for a long time. This person has never shown signs of ever being violent or anything, a propensity for violence towards you or literally anybody else. But then you notice to see signs in them that they're changing. You notice a difference in them. And then one day in the midst of an argument, they go off. They do something to you that you didn't even see coming. What are you supposed to do in that moment? First of all, I don't advocate any kind of violence. I don't advocate, you know, anybody putting their hands on anybody because our bodies are our, are our temples and they are sacred. But I will say that it's important that we know our partner. We know what they're capable of. We know and understand what they're going through, if they're going through something. And if whatever they're going through results in them doing something to you, that has to be a judgment call. And do I, am I going to give them another chance to do this to me? Because they do say, now, if someone, if they hit you one time, they hit you again. That's not always true. It can it, it, a large portion of the time it is true, but sometimes in the emotions of an argument and the emotions of what's going on and they already going through something, they can lash out. And and if you're in there with them, they can lash out at you. But I would say I'm not going to say go one way or the other. I'm going to say that each individual case is different. And you have to make a judgment call about what's best for you. If you don't think that person can be helped and, and even though they did it one time, you don't want to even chance them doing that again to you no matter how long it's been. Then you have to do what's best for you and walk away. But on the flip side of that, because everything don't work for everybody. 
if you feel that I know this is a one-time occurrence and I know this person not going to do this to me again, should I stay in here and give them a chance or do I walk away? If you think that that was a one-time occurrence and that can't happen again with them, then you have to have a conversation with them and let them know that this can't happen again because I'm giving you another chance because it was only one time. You have to be vocal and advocate for yourself, even in the midst of your relationships. You either have to advocate for yourself or you have to leave it. But once again, you have to do what's best for your individual circumstance. So let's say this. If you leave, leave with a free conscience. And if you stay, stay with a free conscience. But find out what's at the core of what's going on and then y'all address it together. And I'm not saying this for a new relationship because I don't believe that. Well, I don't like I said, I don't believe in people putting their hands on anybody anyway, male or female, same sex couples, whatever it is. I don't believe in anybody hitting anybody. But I will say if you have had time invested in a relationship and this person does something truly out of character, you have to make a choice within yourself that you can live with. If you stay, make sure that's a decision that you're comfortable with and you can live with. If you go, make sure that you're comfortable with that decision and that you can live with it. Relationships are things that are up and down. They're, they're different navigations that we go through in a relationship when you try to blend two different lives to make those lives one. But what cannot be tolerated is the, the physical aspect of it. There are times when intimacy is important and yeah, you, that kind of physical is different, but in anger or in frustration, it's never okay, male or female, to put your hands on anyone, to try to hurt them in a physical manner, to try to be verbal with them and break them down and hurt them. That's not okay. So that's what I wanted to say this week, that we have to, in no uncertain terms, have a line drawn somewhere. To where we have an understanding of our own self-worth and what we are to our own selves. Yes, we have people that love us and will be there for us. But we also have to understand what we mean to our own mentality, to our own spirituality, to our own sense of purpose. What do we mean? What's the importance that we have for ourselves? What are we willing to tolerate? Even if it's that one time and they're not going to do it again. Are we even willing to go back in? Is this something that we want to do? So that's why you have to be in tune with who you are. In a relationship and also as an individual. As someone that's able to make a choice for themselves. For what's best for them. Don't be pushed into a situation. Don't be cornered. Because you've been in a marriage or a relationship for years and something happens. You cannot be forced to make a decision that goes against what you're going to be comfortable with and what you're going to be able to live with. Especially if you have had any kind of trauma 
in your past. Because if something new happens and you're a survivor of a past experience, that just takes you back there to that original experience. It moves you to an emotional place where you don't want to be. So whether you're healed from the past or not, something new will take you back there. And you have to go through a process again of restoration, of healing, of being made whole. So don't be rushed into anything if that is a decision that you have to make. I wanted to touch on that because there are so many instances of people that need help. And hurt people hurt people. And sometimes we're with hurt people. Or we're the person that's hurt. And we lash out at the ones that's closest to us, at the ones that are there with us, the ones that's for us or for that person. Those are the people that get lashed out at first because you're in the home together or you're in a relationship. You're a business partner or whatever the situation. If you're in home and business together, that's a all around faceted being together and maybe not having a break from one another and things can build up over time. But in that building up and if something, an explosion does happen, you always have to make the best decision for you. You always have to know what you're willing to endure if you're willing to endure anything. If you're willing to give that relationship another chance. If you're willing to say, well, yeah, I know this person. We've been together for years and they have never done anything to me. Or if you're that person and that person knows you and they're willing to give you another chance. Accept that another chance with a, with humility and, and gratefulness, first of all. Because they don't have to do that. They can just go on about their business. But if they decide to go on about their business, respect that. Because if you stepped and broke those boundaries, you have to take an accountability for that boundary that you crossed. So I wanted to touch on that this week and bring a little light to that type of violence, to that type of violation, that long term that had, had never came about before. And if you have already been in a violation from your past and something happens now or happened recently or happened, you know, in a short period of time when that person never, you never seen anything like that coming from them. You have to have a reality check to see if this is a person or even if it's you, can you be helped? Can you reach out to that person and let them know I'm so sorry, but I need help. And if they reach out to you and say the same thing, you still have to assess it. Don't just fall back into like everything is okay. You got to have that conversation. You have to have that conversation. You have to let them know that whatever happened, it wasn't okay. And you have to listen if somebody tells you it doesn't, it does matter. And it's not okay. Because sometimes when we've been violated, we turn into a predator ourselves and that thing can ball up in us and we lash out at people long term when they stir up something in us or an emotion that hasn't been tapped into or anger that has been brought out of us. People have lost their lives in that situation. So we have to be very careful when we're talking about being in a relationship and nothing like that has never happened, but then 
It happens. And now you have to deal with that. Or whatever you did to that person, they have to deal with what you did to them. On top of stirring those old feelings of being a survivor of something that happened in their past. So I wanted to give you all something to think about this week. Always, always be willing to send me an email if you have any questions. Anything that pops up during the podcast that you want more information about. Please send me an email at a woman's soul restored at gmail.com. That's a woman's soul restored at gmail.com. You can visit the website at www.livelifenowlovelifenow.com. I'm on Facebook. My page is a woman's soul restored. Or you can go to my personal page, Latanya Wiggins Hendry, because I actually get more, um, interaction with the podcast from there that I do a woman's soul restored, but I really want to get that page going and I need your help to do that. So if you can send messages, inquiries, questions, um, and just whatever to a woman's soul restored on Facebook, it would be greatly appreciated. I'm here to help. I'm here to bring light in the midst of darkness and I'm always here to just help. And not judge because it's important when you're going through a situation not to feel that somebody's judging you. I have gotten emails about various things and I never judge because I've been in situations where people could judge me and have. And it's not a good feeling at all when you get that look with somebody, when you tell somebody something intimate and personal. It makes you feel like I can't come to you with anything. So you keep things to yourself. And we all need a confidant of somebody that we can talk to. I also want to say coming up, we're going to have, still going to have guests. Go get some guests lined up so we can have an exciting show that we can bring fresh content, like I said earlier. But I'm also going to start doing giveaways. I have a very close friend that has written a journal for those that have went through childhood trauma. Um and I, I purchased two and I plan on giving those away during a podcast. So there's got, I got ideas about things I want to do to just lighten it up, even though we're talking about a serious issue. I want to bring light and be a light. And in that light, we want to make a statement that no, any kind of sexual violence, any kind of violence, period, verbal, financial, it's not acceptable. And we're not going to take it anymore. I want to give a special shout out this week to a couple of very important people, um, Veronica, Denise Stanford, Patricia Elizabeth Wiggins. Tamara Brown Hodges, Colleen Cooper, my sisters in the organization. Um, I love y'all truly. Friends and family, Joseph um, Chance Sr. and my sister-in-law, Nita um, Chance. Just people that I've been going through a lot the last few weeks, some health issues, and just some things in general. And my tribe has really been there for me. I almost had a stroke a few weeks ago. And then I had another traumatic event happen the very next day. And my tribe truly came to my aid and have been there for me. My children, I love y'all. It's, it's just been an experience. But I'm thankful and grateful for the people that's in my life. 
and I love y'all and I have I, I think I have truly been a friend and I have been shown within the last few weeks I've always been shown because I've always had a close knit net of people but I've really seen now that the love that my tribe has for me just like I have for them so this this is I'm ending for this week but remember to reach out with an email or on Facebook and I love you all and it's going to be all right we're going to get through this together so this is Latanya Hendry Latanya Wiggins Hendry for a woman's soul restored and you all have a blessed week bye bye